Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Dear children, John wrote in his first epistle, Let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Colin, our subject is the relationship between faith, love and obedience. And uh, you were making the point very strongly yesterday that love must be expressed in positive action. And when we express love in positive action, there is a reward. And when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is reward. And many Christians don't understand the difference between salvation and reward. Your works don't earn you salvation. Salvation is God's gift to us. But your place in heaven, in other words, the the reward that you get in heaven, salvation gets you to heaven, but the reward you have in heaven is dependent upon what you have done. Now, Jesus is very clear about that, that each man will be rewarded according to what he has done. And you see this all the way through the Gospels. You see it through the teaching of Jesus. You see it through his ministry. You see it through the Acts of the Apostles. You see it through all the epistles. It's there throughout the New Testament that where you love and believe and honor God, there is always a reward. Where you fail to do those things, there is no reward. So here, in verse 21 of chapter 3 of 1 John, we read, Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. Now, what's the reward for obeying his commands and doing what pleases him? Well, you have confidence before God and receive from him whatever you ask. Now, I expect there's a lot of people listening who say, well, I've asked God for all sorts of things and haven't received them. Well, I think we need to come back, therefore, with the question, well, in that case, have you been obeying his commands and doing what pleases him? It's no use saying to God, uh, I've prayed and I believed and you haven't done it, if in fact you're not fulfilling the requirements of God's word in order for you to get that reward of answered prayer. And the uh, condition to receiving that reward is very, very clear uh, in, in these verses, that you receive from him anything that you ask, anything, he says, so long as you are obeying his commands and do what pleases him. Now, let me just give you one or two examples. Uh, supposing somebody does something to really upset you and you really feel sort of judgment towards that person and you're not forgiving them and, uh, you know, you take offense and you're really going through a, 
uh, a negative thing. Now, what, uh, what's the situation here? Because that might be going on on the one hand, and yet you are believing God to answer your prayers on the other. And then you, you see, well, things aren't happening in answer to my prayer. Why not? And then you, you read this, you see, well, are you obeying his commands? Because his command is judge not lest you be judged. His command is forgive, and you will be forgiven. But if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commands, and, and the one who obeys his commands abides in his love. So if a person is in, place, in a place of disobedience because he's judging and condemning and refusing to forgive, then according to Jesus, his sins are not being forgiven. So if that is the case, he cannot be in a right relationship with God. So it doesn't matter what he's asking God to do because he's praying in a place of wrong relationship. He's asking the Lord to do something when he's not in right relationship with the Lord. He is not actually obeying him and doing what pleases him. So this is where um, obedience comes out of love and faith. But if, if you have faith but not the love, then you can still see that there's going to be a holdup to receiving the answer to the prayer. It's not just a matter of as so often people say, well, brother, you should have believed more. If you believed more, God would have done it. No, 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 no. It's, did you love? Did you obey? Did you fulfill the word that Jesus actually said and that John is reflecting here in this first epistle? We actually always have to, therefore, be checking our reactions, our opinions, what we're thinking Right. Now, you see, this raises the question, okay, well, what is his command? If, if we're going to get whatever we ask in prayer because we obey his command and do what pleases him, what command is John talking about? Now, this is where you see the faith and love coming together because he says in verse 23, and this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. So there are the two commands. This is where you see the coming together of these twin themes in this epistle of faith and love. Now, interesting, you see, God commands us to, oh, to believe. He commands us to believe. You know, sometimes... Uh, people say, well, I just don't have faith. But wait a minute. If God commands us to do something, he always provides the necessary resources to do it. And faith is ultimately a choice. You choose to trust God or you choose to trust the circumstances. You choose to trust Jesus or you choose to trust yourself. So uh, you choose to trust his word or you choose to trust reason. And uh, if, if you're trusting in God's word and his promises, if you are believing in the name which is 
in the person, if you're believing in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, who he is and what he has done and what he's accomplished for you on the cross and through his resurrection. And then if you love one another, not if you love God, he says, no, his command, the new command that Jesus gave was to love one another as he has loved us. So it's not a question of saying, oh, I believe in the Lord and I love him. Fine, fine, fine. But in order to get the reward of answered prayer, you are to believe, to trust Jesus, but you also are to be living in love for others. So it's putting those two things together. And of course, if you give to others in love, and we've seen that loving others with agape love is expressed in giving to them. If you are giving to others, what what is God going to do to you? He's going to give back good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And we're not just talking about giving money, but giving of our time, giving of ourselves, giving uh, of our love to people in whatever practical ways will help and encourage them and meet their needs. So are we kidding ourselves then if we say we believe but don't live according to the commands of Jesus? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that is self-deception. In fact, the, the scripture says that anybody who hears the word of God and does not do it deceives himself. And we know the devil is the deceiver of the brethren, but I mean, the devil doesn't need to deceive somebody who's deceiving himself because he's not putting the word into practice. So you see, the next verse, 24, John says this, those who obey his commands, the commands of Jesus, live in him and he in them. Now, this is very interesting because you remember in John 15 at the Last Supper, Jesus said, abide in me, go on living in me, and I in you. Now, this is talking about the kind of relationship that he wants with his disciples. He is the true vine. They are the branches. Now, he's saying, continue to live in me, and I will continue to live in you. And then he says, you will continue in my love if you obey my commands, just as I continued in my Father's love because I obeyed his commands. How do you abide in Jesus? Simply by thinking you have a wonderful relationship in prayer. Well, it's wonderful to have a great relationship in prayer. But no, you you abide in him by actually expressing that love for others in practical ways. So those who obey his commands to believe and to love others live in him. They are the ones that are fulfilling the plan and purpose of God. Now, can you see how far this is from the kind of attitude that some people are given, where all you've got to do is make a commitment to Jesus and you go to heaven and everything's going to be fine? But on the other hand, Colin, is it possible for us as human beings to obey these commands completely all the time? Yes, and the rest of the verse tells us how. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the Spirit he gives us. The Spirit of God is Christ in us. So God does not expect us to love others as he has loved us without putting his own love into us by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has made possible everything that God wants us to accomplish. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.